Welcome to the I'm Dealing With Broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Oh, we have an interesting topic for you today. But before we get into that topic, let's get into what we talked about in our last video. Our last video, we talked about change, how it is inevitable. And we know, once again, change is inevitable. Look at the surrounding culture around you. The culture has changed. The technology has changed. Everything has change. So we were saying change is inevitable, but will you, will you adapt to the change or will you stay uh, in your place of comfortability? Will you stay in the boat or will you get out of that boat and try to do something different? Will you stay in your personal sphere of influence? Will you stay in that closet of a uh, shelter where you feel safe or are you willing to say, here I am people, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is what I, are you going to welcome it? Or are you just going to stay the way you are? Well, that's what we talked about in the last video. And, you know, today I've got an interesting topic for you and it goes along with change. And that is preparing yourself to pivot because in that change mantra, in that change aspect, You've got to be able to pivot like this, like this. You've got to be um, as the in the service, you know, they tell soldiers, always keep your head on the swivel. And what does that mean? That means not always looking straight forward, not always looking behind your back, not always looking to the side. But keeping your head on a pivot means you're looking at every single aspect to make sure you don't get blindsided by the enemy. And in this day and time, we are surrounded by many enemies, sometimes the enemy of your family, sometimes the enemies of, you know, dealing with your job, enemies of finances, financing, enemies of credit. And you always have to keep your mind and body ready to pivot or keep that head on the swivel. Because anytime there is change, you have to be able to be ready to go from here to here, from here to here. You have to be able to get your body ready to pivot. And how to, how do you do that? First and foremost, pay attention to changes that are up and coming changes in financing, for those of you that are looking for houses or maybe vehicles, changes in stock prices, changes in, you know, listening to the news, uh, doing research, reading books, changes in technology, changes in cars, because you're starting to see plenty of things changing. And if you don't know this, by 2030, yes, I'm going to say this, by 2030, every major car manufacturer has to produce only an electric vehicle. Yeah, yeah, I said that. 2030, all vehicles will be electric only. Not hybrid, not gasoline, but only electric. And that's 2030 moving beyond that. We're only going to be electric vehicles. So if it's changing on the car front, because that's the demand of not just the state, 
But the world is demanding change and climate and global and different things. How are you going to pivot to make sure you're ready for that change? For instance, if you're thinking about a car and you know 2030 that everything's going to be electric as far as buying a new car and you're still you still have an ice engine, which is an internal combustion engine that runs off of gasoline and or diesel. And eventually everything's going to be electric. You then have to say to yourself, OK, so am I going to prepare myself to get an electric vehicle? Meanwhile, via I have to be able to charge it somewhere. If I'm in an apartment where I have just a carport or I have uh, no garage, then you have to think to yourself, OK, so how am I going to charge this vehicle? Am I going to uh, when I go to work, am I going to park it in a place that can charge? Am I going to have to go down to Walmart or some other uh, place that actually offers charging in order to charge my vehicle so I can do what I need to do throughout the week as well as on the weekend? in order to charge my vehicle. So there's a pivot that has to happen. And then for those that already have the gasoline engines, then it's like, okay, do I stay with what I have or do I go electric? Do, and then if everything's going electric, then what do I do about gas? Is gas still going to be around? Is a gasoline engine still going to be sold? Even though they won't be new, they will be used. So am I going to stay with that or not? Also, in this uh, technology and in, in this era that we're in, even dealing with cars, you're noticing that the prices for vehicles have gone up. You know, I'm one of those guys that it's not about the new vehicle. My thing has always been if I've never had that vehicle before, it's new to me. OK, care less what year it is. It's new to me. That means it's my first time having this particular vehicle. But we're noticing that ever there's never in history been a time where vehicles have risen in price. Not certain vehicles, but all vehicles, regardless of the manufacturer, regardless of the make, regardless of the model. All vehicles have gone up in price. And, you know, and again, going back to my kind of style of like, you know, I like to try to pay cash for something rather than having payments and things of that sort. So a lot of times, many of us who are real car enthusiasts, sometimes we'll look for vehicles that are 5,000, 10,000, 15,000, 20,000 in order to be able to pay cash and just walk away and be clear. But let's just say that $5,000 car that you used to be able to buy for $5,000 car, $5,000. You know what you're paying for that car now? It now starts off at ten and fifteen thousand dollars. That twenty thousand dollar car is now thirty. That forty thousand dollars now fifty and fifty five, and it just keeps on going. We're also seeing dealer markups like crazy, where dealers are charging twenty, thirty, and sometimes forty and fifty thousand above MSRP. So as things have changed, it's caused many people to pivot. And why have they had to pivot? Well, again, back to the car market, you all notice that there's such a chip change in the car market, meaning it's a shortage. So for those dealerships who really made their bread and butter, their money off of new cars, what's happening is if they can't get the new cars in, if they can't get the inventory in, they still have to pay for the lights. They still have to pay for the inventory, pay for their sales staff, pay for the associates that are still on the floor. But then they can't sell cars. So what they've done is they've gone to the used car market. So now there's such an influx and everybody fighting over the used car market. It has also caused those prices to go up. 
And then, of course, if they have any new cars on the lot, what they're doing is they don't know when they're going to get the next new car. So what they've done is they've added so much stuff to the price of the new car on top of the MSRP that they're asking a killing for them. But little do they know that many of them are finding out through the manufacturer because, you know, the dealers are independent. But little do some of these independent dealers know that what's happening is the manufacturer is telling these dealers, you need to bring that price back down. Because if you don't, we're going to stop sending you new cars. So everybody's had to pivot because things have changed. Values have risen. Home value prices has risen. Stocks rise, stocks fall. And you know that what happens is when things fall, those who have pivoted and prepared themselves enough, they know that the old term is you buy low. You sell high. You prepare yourself and you put your reserves in the bank and you set things aside and prepare yourself. So when things fall, when there's foreclosures, when there's a whole lot of things going on that are unprepared for, you can come in and capitalize on those who are unprepared. And with that being said, what are you doing to pivot for change as things change, even in your relationship? even in your dynamic, even in um, with your children. You know, we already know children change. If you watch them first, they're they're five years old. Then before you know it, they're 15, then 25. And you go from, you know, the 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 daddy daughter situation to next. You know, now you're walking the, the daughter down the aisle and then you don't see her for six months. It's one of those things. What are you doing to prepare yourself for pivot? What you used to be able to do, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but many of you know that before the digital age, there was new newspapers and we would watch and read the newspapers and we'd go through the classified ads and we go through the thrifty section. We would look for the, the help wanted ad or we would look for the things that we want to buy and, for, and the classifieds and look for different things. And now the newspaper is not predominant anymore because everything is now on your phone. Everything is on your tablet and you can look for all different things from all these different mediums, whether you're looking for a job or you're looking to buy something or you're looking to sell something. Things have changed drastically. And the question being is in that pivoting nature as things have changed, as technology has changed, as prices have risen, as prices have fallen, as love has grown and have, as love has um, <laughs> it's minimized, because it happens. Even in marriages, things change. Our health changes. Our body structure changes. And it causes each and every one of us at a certain period of time to pivot, to change. You know, for instance, my dad, who I love, I call my pop. You know, he was a service mechanic and service advisor for 30 some odd years. And he was excellent at everything he did when it came to mechanics and dealing with automotive vehicles. And then all of a sudden when he had gotten hurt and he could no longer physically do the work, see his mind would tell him, oh yeah, oh yeah, all you have to do is do this and you do this and I can get in there and change that carburetor, reject that and mess with that exhaust and do this and this. His body would say, sorry, buddy, I'm going to leave you under that car if you get under that car. Sorry, man, I'm going to jack you up. I'll mess up your back if you decided to do that. Because his mind said one thing, but his body said something else. 
And though he has all the mindset and still has all the technology in his head, according to what to do in order to be able to work on a vehicle, his hands, his back, his legs don't allow him to do it. So what he's had to do is pivot and rely on his sons to get some different things done. And though there are plenty of times when I've had to actually call him because I know a lot, but then there's a lot I don't know. And then he has expertise. And though I know he can't do the work, I can describe to him something over the phone without him looking at it. And he can pretty much tell me what to diagnose in order to fix it. And you have to know when your body says, I can't do it. You have to know sometimes when your mind says, I can no longer think like that. I can no longer remember that. You have to know when your bot, when your legs say, I can no longer jog that long. I can no longer walk that far. Um, you have to know when it's too much on your heart. You have to know when you've started drinking too much, when you've smoked too much, when you've done certain things too much. And it, you have to be ready to pivot. And in every person's life, you're going to have to pivot in different areas. You're going to have to pivot on your job. You've got to, have to pivot in your relationship. You're going to have to pivot in, in a lot of different areas, you know, and pivoting sometimes is hard when we're complacent. And men, we have a tendency to be very complacent because once again, we don't like change. Truth of the matter is, this is the way I was taught. This is the way I know how to do it. This is the way that works for me. I can care less what the policies and the procedures are, but this is the way I want to do it. Well, guess what? You'll probably find yourself out of a job, out of clients, out of money, maybe out of your home, out of your car. When you don't change, when you don't pivot, because things are always going to change. Things are always going to go from one extreme to another. You're going to have some uprisings and you're going to have some downsettings and you have to know how to pivot. You know, when the money's coming in and everything's soaring, it's great. I can buy what I want. I can do what I want to do. I can uh, go here. I can go there. I can put stuff in the bank. I can make sure everything's paid off way ahead of time. I can go on vacation. I can enjoy my family. I can... All those different things. But when the money is not there, you have to pivot. You can't just go out and go to every fast food restaurant or go to dinner every single day, every weekend when the money's not there. You have to pivot. Means you got to find ways to save money. You have to find ways to not spend so much. You have to find ways to realize this is what's necessary and this is what's not. This is a need over here and this is a want. You have to be able to pivot. And in relationships, yeah, I said that even in relationships, men, there are times in our lives where we're going to have to pivot that woman, that spouse or woman, that man in your life is going to go through some things where it causes each one of us to pivot in our way of thinking our pivot in the way that we love our pivot in the way that we serve our pivot in the way that we speak in the way we listen, in the way that we hug, in the way that we hold, in the way that we touch, in the way that we give, and in the way that we receive. There's always going to be a pivot, and we have to welcome the pivot. 
Because when we welcome to pivot, the pivot, excuse me, when we welcome the pivot, we'll be more susceptible to being able to flow like water. And I want you to think of the pivot and the change like water running through a river. And even though there are rocks, even though there are obstacles and even though there are ups and downs and little hilly areas, the water seems to always find a way around to continue to flow. And you have to be like water to where you're able to still flow in the midst of obstacles, in the midst of valleys, in the midst of rocks. Matter of fact, in even in the midst of someone trying to build a dam in front of you, you still have to find a way to flow. And flowing is very important because you're going to have to flow on your job. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. You're going to have to flow on your job. It doesn't matter if you're a content creator, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a broker, if you're a salesman, if you're a CEO, CFO, or maybe a janitor. doesn't matter if you're in HR. You're going to have to find ways of flowing because everything is not going to always be positive. And your place of business, you're not going to always have the perfect customers. Your customer is not going to always have the right attitudes. You're not going to always have the right wherewithal in order to get the job done. But you have to find a way to flow. You know, there are many jobs that will train you right and take you through programs and offer plenty of resources and give you valuable feedback in order for you to flow. But then there are other jobs out there that will get you in there the first week, give you some quick training, and then they throw you in the deep water and don't even offer you a life raft. And you have to figure out a way to flow in doing what you do. And God forbid, let's not even talk about the simple fact that we become parents for the first time. There's not a manual that teaches you how to be a dad. There's not a manual that teaches you how to be a mom. And you have to find a way to flow in parenting. Oh, and while we're on the subject of parenting, just wait until they become teenagers. There's not a book that tells you how to love that teenager. There's not a book manual that tells you how to love them when they make a big mistake, when there is a child out of wedlock or when they decide to elope or when they decide to move out and not tell you there's not a manual that teaches you how to flow and understand and go through those things. And then if we keep on going with the parenting aspect, think about You as a parent or you as an adult and you have parents. And then now the roles have switched. Remember when your parents made sure that you were taken care of and now that you're grown and you have your own family, sometimes that role switches. And then now you as a grown child, a grown son or grown daughter now has to look after your parents and you have to flow. You have to pivot. Where before the parent was making sure you were good. Now you as the child has to make sure the parent is good. And in each one of our lives, we're going to go through a pivot. Yeah, we're going to go through a pivot. Sometimes it's in our home. Sometimes it's on the job. Sometimes, you know, it's in our spirit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can go there forever. When we talk about the the, the spiritual matters, there's plenty of times where we have to pivot. But you have to be willing to go through that pivot and accept it because pivoting is very essential 
to every man or woman. In order to succeed, there's going to be some pivoting. Many businesses were built uh, many, many, many years ago on the yellow pages and the white pages. And guess where they are? Those white pages are gone. The yellow pages are gone. And now some businesses are trying to figure out how do I continue to build my business without the white pages? How do I continue to build without the yellow pages? Well, now it's social media. You've got to build through social media, whether it's through Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn. Maybe it's through Twitter. Maybe it's through Snapchat. Maybe it's through a medium like this through YouTube. Maybe it's through a podcast. And in order to grow, you got to be willing to go through that pivot. Because there are many people that do not want to accept the new technology. They don't accept, they don't like the, the social media aspect. They don't like this, that, and the other. But I was reminded of this when I was walk, watching somebody else's show. And this particular gentleman called out another uh, person in the audience while this person was doing a stand-up for them. You know, he was the, uh, the center speaker in this particular conference. And a person in the audience asked him a question. And he said, I built my business on this and I've done this, that and the other. And I'm trying to do this and that. And the person asked him, let me ask you this question. Have you done anything on social media? And the guy continued to talk. Well, you know, I've done this. And he goes, no, 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 no. Hold on. I'm going to ask you this one more time. Have you done anything on social media? And the guy's, well, well, why would I want to do? He said, sit down, sir. He sat him down and he goes, now, I mean, no disrespect to anybody. This is what. The speaker is saying to the audience, he says, I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but I want you to understand that if you've built your business based upon old technology, old resources that are no longer around in order to continue building, you got to be able to use the new resources that are out. Because if, in fact, you don't build on these new resources, your business is dead. I was like, wait, wait, what? And I was like, wow. But what he presented was. The white pages and yellow pages are dead. They're gone. They're not coming back anymore. But what's out right now is the medium that we're all using. You know, your social medias, your YouTubes, your this, that, and the other. And what's happening is many people who came from the old guard. Yeah, I said it, the old guard, the old way of doing things. They don't want to embrace the new. So, for instance, let's just say if I were to grab, you know, an Alexa or I grab a Google Home device or one of these other and I said, hey. I need a plumber. Only those businesses that have been on LinkedIn, only those businesses that have been on Instagram, only those businesses that may have been on TikTok, they will register in the Alexa or the Google Home device. Yeah. And if you've never been on any type of medium platform, it's as if you don't exist. So, yes, there's a pivot. That has to take place in every one of our lives, whether in business, your social status, or maybe in your marital, your love life status. There's always going to be some type of pivot where you are used to this. And then as you hear about things changing and moving to this, you've got to be willing to ride that wave and not be the last one in. You don't necessarily have to be the first one in, but at least be willing to learn what that next thing is. And pivoting, it takes time. 
It takes a change of mind. It takes a change of pace. It takes a, cha- takes a change of attitude. But most importantly, it just takes a willing mind. So the question is, are you going to pivot? Are you willing to embrace that pivot? Because the pivot is coming. Change is coming. And in order to better be better, in order to be a better resources and a better person, you've got to accept it. Thank you for listening and watching the I'm Dealing With Broadcast. Until next time, as always, be blessed.